0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. Today I am writing a letter, I guess you could say, speaking a letter, an audio letter to the mama whose infidelity journey has ended in divorce and is about to spend her first Christmas morning without her kids. And if that's you, I've been thinking about you so much lately because I remember that first Christmas morning when my kids weren't at home with me to wake up and experience Christmas. And so I have a lot of thoughts about it that I want to share with you that I think might be really helpful and give you some perspective because while it's hard, it doesn't have to be as hard as our brain wants us to make it. And so, if this is your very first time that you're having to share your children for a holiday, just know that joy in the holidays does return. It will return. And you actually will find new ways to celebrate the holiday. And sometimes those new ways you learn to love even more than the old ways. But here's my perspective on this. When I, before I was going through my divorce, I had followed or watched someone else walk out divorce. And every single weekend that her kids went off to their dads, her Facebook posts were complaints about how miserable she was, how much she missed them, how she just couldn't wait till they came back to her. And I remember seeing those posts every other weekend and thinking to myself, gosh, if I'm ever in that place, I don't want to be her. And so I decided not to be her. And so, from the very beginning, that very first time that I—I—I I, I don't even like to use the words "gave my kids away" because that is putting you in victim mentality, and that isn't the way we want to show up in this um, journey of ours. From the very, very beginning, the very first time my kids went to their dad's for the weekend, I knew who I didn't want to be. I didn't know exactly who I wanted to be, but I knew. Who I didn't want to be. And the question I always asked myself was, What can I do while they're gone to make me a better mom when they return? And I've shared about this before, but there's lots of things I did. One of the things that I did a lot of in my now extra free time was I would create things. I believe that as human beings, we are called to create. We create other humans, we create relationships, we create food, we create homes we create work like we are made to create and we have as a society gotten so busy that we've lost that creative side of us and so i got back to doing some crafty things like i one of the one of my most favorite things that i did when my kids were gone was i made a wreath out of my son's harry potter books he loved harry potter started reading them in first grade and read the series so many times that His books fell apart. Literally, the pages just fell out from the binding. And I didn't have the heart to get rid of the books. And so I took all of the pages and I created a wreath. It is one of my most favorite home decor pieces in my home that will be with me literally until my dying day or until it falls apart and can't be salvaged anymore. But I just decided on purpose to make the most of my time. So sometimes it meant sleeping. Sometimes it meant hanging out with friends. Sometimes it meant cleaning and catching up on laundry and getting ahead on work. And sometimes it meant creating. But that very first holiday, that very first, I don't think, my first holiday was not Christmas. My first holiday was Easter. But when it got to my first Christmas without my kids, I just decided to take the attitude of we can make new traditions. Christmas doesn't have to be celebrated on Christmas morning. Now, their dad and I had already set up the situation where Santa would only come to one house because one of the things that I did not want is for my children to get like extra spoiled because now there's mom's house and there's dad's house and I just didn't, they don't, they didn't need any more. They were already blessed with enough. And so we had agreed on Santa would just come to whoever's house they were going to be at on Christmas morning, so that was the first year I didn't have to do santa gifts, and I could have been really upset at that, and I looked at it as a blessing to my budget. It was the first year that I woke up on Christmas morning without my kids there. You know it had been what fourteen years, I think my son was probably about fourteen that very first Christmas. And I decided one of the things I did that I think is going to be really helpful for you is decide ahead of time how you want to spend your first holiday without them. I'll tell you something that I did, and this brought me so much joy, was I went and I visited the people that I knew that were in the hospital And that we're going, you know, they were going to be in the hospital over Christmas. And I went to visit them. I am not a hospital person. There is a reason that I am not a nurse. So for me to even be willing to do that was stepping so far outside of my comfort zone. But what I have learned on this journey is that when I can get outside of myself and love on other people, it creates love inside of me, it diminishes my pain that I am experiencing when I can show up for other people who are in pain and suffering, I for a moment forget about my own pain and suffering. And so I've done this on Mother's Day. I've done this on holidays. But that very first Christmas that I was without my kids, I went and visited people in the hospital. And the amount of joy that it brought me is indescribable. So find something that you can do that gets you outside of yourself. The other thing that I did was I just decided to take some time for myself so that when my kids came home, I was 100% fully present. And here's what I can tell you. Over the years of the kids being with me on, let's see, they're with me on the odd years, they're with their dad on the even years for Christmas morning. The years that they're with their dad on Christmas morning, I enjoy it. I actually, as they got older, I actually started to like it better. Because they got to come to to me, our setup was they would come to me on Christmas Day at noon. And then they got to stay. Whereas on the years that I had them Christmas morning, they only stayed with me on Christmas Day until noon. And then they went to their dad's. And what I learned was I didn't love having them there on Christmas morning, watching them open all their gifts, and then watching them leave and leave all the gifts behind. I didn't love that. And I learned to love letting them come to me. Actually, I just learned to love both ways. Because yes, you always want your kids with you on your holidays. I mean, my kids are growing up now Every holiday that we're all together, I say a little prayer of thanks because I know at some point I'm not going to be their first choice person to spend the holidays with. And I get that. But I'm talking about those of you that have kiddos that are smaller and especially those that still believe. And yes, I was very grateful that my ex husband and I could co parent in a way that we both agreed on. And when we made co parenting decisions, we kept those promises that we made in our agreements. And so that made things easier for me. I understand that you may have some agreements you've tried to set and your co-parent may not be keeping them. And so sometimes there's this little dance that you have to do to find the happy medium for you. But I want you to be willing to find the joy in the season, even when you're having to make changes to your traditions. So, you know, some of the things that we used to do maybe on Christmas Eve, if I didn't have them on Christmas Eve, I just switched it to Christmas Day. On Christmas Eve was always the day of, like, appetizers, snacky foods. We went to church in the evening. After church, we would go see the lights. Well, I just moved it to Christmas Day. And then the days that they, the years that they were with me on Christmas Day, that became our day of snacky foods and appetizers and going to church and going to see the Christmas lights in the park. And so I think part of what can be helpful in this is just being willing to let go. And I have done a whole podcast episode on this. It's this this letting go of the way it's always been, the way you think it should be, the way you feel like it's supposed to be, and being willing to embrace what is. Okay, What do I get this holiday season? Oh, I get them at noon on Christmas Day. Okay. How can I make Christmas Day magical for me and for my kids? And maybe it's, you know, if you've got really, really little kids, you schedule a Santa visit to come say hi, or you schedule a reindeer to come. You know, like there's a lot of things that you can do to make your part of the Christmas magical. And not in a way we never ever do things to try to outdo the other parent. That isn't who we are. We don't stoop to that level. Even if your co-parent is stooping to that level, fine, let them. That's their false self showing up for their children. And we are showing up for our children from our most authentic self. So I want to, first of all, I want you to love yourself really, really well this holiday season because it's hard. I know that. When the tears want to come, let them come. When the anger wants to come, let it come. But just don't stay there very long. Be willing to feel it. Be willing to say, this is what I have. I don't like it right now, but I'm going to learn to love it. And then I want you to put on your rose-colored glasses. And I want you to see your holiday from a whole new perspective. Do you know those little like paper glasses that you can put on and you look at the lights on your Christmas tree and like maybe you have the Santa glasses. So when you look at your lights, they look like dancing Santas or you have the snowflake glasses. And when you look at your Christmas tree lights, they look like snowflakes. That's what I want you to do this holiday season. I want you to put on those glasses so that you can see your time with your children from a place of love and joy and peace and excitement. And awe and wonder. I want you to learn to be easily delighted this holiday season. I'm working with a transformation coach. And part of my homework was I had to ask four people what their experience of me was. And they, you know, listen, the good, bad, and the ugly all came out. And I had to, the whole point of the exercise was can I hear what somebody else has to say? Is their experience of me? Without holding judgment on myself or on them. Ooh, that was not easy to do. But here's what happened they said their things, and some were negative things. You know, some were things that I'm like, ooh, I don't like that about myself. And some were really great things. Then I got to my husband and I asked him what his experience of me was. And one of the things he said was, You are easily delighted. I, I, I remember he said that and I smiled and he kind of looked at me and I said, that is the best compliment anyone could ever give me. And he just kind of looked at me and I said, do you know how hard I have worked through my healing journey to get to a place of being a person who is easily delighted, who can find joy easily, who can create joy in an instant, who can look at any hard situation and be like, oh, it's hard, but you know what? It doesn't have to be that hard. We, we got this. We can handle this. That didn't come natural for me. And I spent a lot of years believing that would never be my story. And I don't want you to spend as many years as I did believing that that will never be your story. So where can you find delight this holiday season? Find it in the tiniest of moments. And then let those carry you on your darkest moments. I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you. I'm holding space for you. I'll be sending up all the good vibes on Christmas morning just for you. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.